Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. Tim called it last episode. Enjoy it. <laughs> I keep saying that. Tim's suffering minor burnout. I wouldn't. I, I can keep doing the show for a long time if you just stop being so mean to me every show. That's the thing. That mean. The thing I like. You're very mean to me after we do the show. Suck very, it up. Very, Buck up. It's episode number six hundred and fifty-four. Halloween bust. No calls. We're gonna call. They can call our Google line two one four two six seven nine eight nine nine. Email rwtyshow at gmail dot com. So fucking mean to me. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. I appreciate it. So it's official. Halloween this year just sucked balls. Aww. Fright Fest sucked. Did. Our kids are too old to actually enjoy Halloween, but they're not old enough to actually do anything fun on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Much like Christmas, I don't have any holidays I enjoy anymore now. Aww. So next well, year. Next year it'll be better. We'll, well, we'll plan ne- ahead. Next year. We said that last year. Next year, we're leaving the kids here, and you and I are going out to party on Halloween. We're going to go gambling. Gambling, whatever, costume party. Don't you think that would have been fun? Dress up as a in a costume yeah. at the casino. I don't know if I would dress up in a costume, up. but yes, you would. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'd make you. I'm, I'm just saying, it's gotten to the point now where I, in order to enjoy holiday festivities, we're going to have to separate ourselves from the children, and that makes me sad. No, well, I I feel kind of bad because I think think three gets worked out of it a little bit. You know what? She's part of the problem. I know. <laughs> But still. No, not but still. She's part of the problem. She's not she... going to remember it that way when she grows okay, up. Okay, well, here's the problem. Do you remember when you would let me go trick-or-treating after I turned 10? Whatever. Here, the issue is that she decided she was going to grow up real fast, be real mature and shit, and ruin everything. So I don't have a lot of sympathy for her. Aw. She, come on. She started complaining about trick-or-treating 10 minutes after we left the house. Well, it was actually before that because I worked for a couple of days making her an Alice in Wonderland costume. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? She refused to try it on, I for don't. one. She told me everything that she wanted to do. Now, luckily, I have an adjustable dress form, so I set it to her measurements. Right. So I had a pretty good idea that it was going to fit her okay. Right. But I underestimated the power of the quirkage. I don't know why... Honestly, I don't know why you make clothes for her anymore. I wouldn't do it because she will find something to bitch about no matter how, no matter what it is. You're making handmade tailored costumes Mm -hmm. that you would charge somebody else 150 bucks for. I know. I know. And and she's not happy with it. Right. I I, made it to her specifications. Right. She gives you orders and says it's got to be like this and this Mm -hmm. and this. You do it. She complains about it. Now. If I were you, that would be the last one I make. Yeah, I think from now on, it's just going to be like Thing 2, who decided at the very last minute that she was going to dress up. Don't you love it? But I have a whole bunch of pieces and parts, and so I could right. pull things together. That's the thing. you got all kinds of bits and bobs That's what of clothes I'm start back doing. there. Uh, yeah, you just I'm just going to assemble have it from pieces there. and parts, yeah. and then you can assemble them at will and good enough. Yeah. It works. I mean, I don't see why. But that's one of the things we're not going to talk about it too much this episode. But I have discovered the key to controlling Thing Three's ridiculousness, mm-hmm. and, and it really is just shutting her off. 
It is. But yeah, we'll, we'll save that for next. We'll save time. it. But I'm just saying. That's how. You, if you got a troublesome kid and the kid causes you trouble, you just quit. Not like you fuckers are in Barnes and Noble tonight. Did you hear the screaming Mimi? And I did. He that kid was too old to be acting like uh, that. Yes. Did you see him? Yeah, he was like eight years old, screaming mm. like a little fucking baby and stuff. But yeah. you know what? He was sitting. You know where they have the bargain books, right? And they have some of them up on the shelf, and then they have stacks, right? And they have like layers of stacks. He, the kid, was sitting on a stack, and he has feet on some other books. I just looked at him. I was like, um, that's not nice. People are assholes. They're just assholes. Ugh. Okay, so anyway, back to Halloween. Kids decide at the last minute that they're going to go trick-or-treating. Right. Okay, fine. I'm more than happy to accommodate thing two if she wants to trick-or-treat as long as she wants to, right? Uh, we get everybody dressed and ready to go. Now, we have this dilemma because there's nobody at home handing out candy. We decorated, and I want to leave the porch light on because I don't want to be pitch black when we come home. Right. So having the house decorated, having the light on, people are going to assume that they should come up to the door to trick or treat. So I decided that I was going to put a bowl out with a happy little sign that said, happy Halloween, take one. Uh huh. But then I knocked the bowl over and I put candy wrappers in it. Hey, you're kind of a bitch. <laughs> I really expected As you were... if somebody took all the candy and ate it. So yeah, that the next person right. would come up and they go, oh, look at that. Somebody's really mean and they took all the candy. How mean. I that re- was my Halloween trick. Right. I really expected to come home and find the house burned down. Because that, that was not nice. But they would not know that I did that on purpose. When they get there and it's the light outside and there's no, no candy there, they would know. They would know. I thought it was hilarious. So what was the... <laughs> It was hilarious. But when yeah. we got home, somebody did had they, they taken an umbrage. Over. They kicked it over, scattered the fucking wrappers all over the yard because they were not happy. I know. Well, the things thought it was mean, too, and then they got it, and then they thought it was funny. It was like, it's trick mm-hmm. or treat. Mm-hmm. You got the trick, not you're, the treat. You're throwing Sorry. The, you're throwing the tricks. Sorry. Now, I did notice she played a trick on thing, too, too. What? You let her leave the house in six-inch heels. They're not six-inch heels. They're very tall. And they're not. There were heels, and she's not used to wearing them. But I gave her a choice of what she wanted to wear, and that's what yes, she picked. But like, like we were discussing when we were out, as the parents, sometimes you have to say that's dumb. No, cut it out. You're gonna be walking a long way. You can't sometimes, be wearing. You know what? Your feet were hurting, and they were in the shoes that you wear well, all the time. No, that was the problem. The boots I was wearing were not the shoes I wear all the time. It was a mistake. I won't. Okay, make well, again. my feet were hurting because I wore. Did I have no? I didn't have my rolly shoes on. No. I had my boots you on. You had your little witchy boots on. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sometimes you gotta fucking slap your kid down. So anyway, we got trick or treat, and it seems like it's going okay. Mm-hmm. Not very many people participated this year. Yeah, I was kind of shocked that I mean the weather was nice. There weren't tons of mosquitoes out like there were last year. Right. But and the girls. I mean, we started right when it started to get dark. Right. But nobody was doing Halloween. And I think it was because it was a Sunday. Fucking assholes it's still halloween that's my take on it do you not celebrate christmas when it falls on a weekend fuck you dude i know so there weren't very many people out and there also were not very many lights on that was the thing right we were walking 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 and there's nobody giving stuff out except for that one house that heckles us every year oh yeah there's (laughs) we've talked about this on previous shows there's one house not too far from where we live where they have they have a big windows all across the front of their house 
And every year they have the lights on. I can see the old lady sitting at her computer facing the fucking front of her house. She can see me. She can see the horde of kids coming to her door. They knock on the door. Nobody answers. Mm -hmm. Then turn off your porch light. Just be nice. Don't stare at us. And then her biggest trick last year was she would see people come and they would knock on the door. She would get up and leave the room. So now you think she's coming to open the door. No. Yeah. (laughs) God only knows what she's doing. But it was as if the great pumpkin had risen from the pumpkin patch this year because she got up and she opened the door. And it was, everybody was like, looking, what does this person look like? <laughs> it was, it was kind of shocking, kind of shocking to see her actually do it. But like I said, she was one of the few people that actually was giving out candy. Almost mm-hmm. nobody was. So we walked, people are getting cranky. Then we discovered that there's a bunch of fucking assholes from let me, let me explain something to you. When it's Halloween, stay in your own fucking neighborhood. Because if you... I know how Halloween is supposed to work in this neighborhood, right? The right. streets, The streets around where we live are not conducive to a lot of traffic. They're not set up for it. They're set up for us that live here to drive to our houses and park our cars in our driveways. There's not much space to park on the street, and the streets aren't very wide. So you fuckheads who come here from the next neighborhood over... And you're you got kids sitting in your hatchback, and there's eighty of you driving up and down the fucking road. That was a the thing they did. They had them in the hatchback, and the hatchback was open. Right. It was the dumbest thing I'd seen in a long time. People were being really dumb, and they would stop, and the kids would jump out, and they would go to the house. Here's the, again. Next year, if we're gonna be here, and I don't know that we are. I, we may have moved to Canada by then. I don't know. But if we're still here, I'm gonna go around to everybody in the neighborhood and say, "Here's the deal. We're going to close the streets." And I you, don't know if we're allowed to do that. I don't see why not. Stop me. Well, I think you can get permission from the That's city. what I'm saying. We're going we're gonna to put, because really, there's only two ways into this fucking neighborhood. Right. We're going to put gates up, and you can walk. We're not telling you you can't come here. You just can't fucking drive your three-ton pickup right. down the middle of the fucking road. Because I don't know how many times we, almost, we saw people almost get hit by douchebags who were backing up. I know. I didn't see the point in that at all. It's dumb. It's dumb. So if you can't behave, stay in your own fucking neighborhood. Stop fucking shit up for the rest of us. So fine. We go around doing that. Blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden as we're heading home, it's like a mob of unruly motherfuckers descended on the place. Yeah, it was like probably, I'm going to say six, seven cars that were clearly all together. But you know, now, mind you, we were only like three houses away from home. Right. and. I had the girls go to the neighbor's house and they're knocking on the door and all this caravan of cars pulls up and the people are rowdy and the kids are all over the place. And a woman in the front car points to one of my girls and says, kidnap that one. Yeah. I I was like, really? That is not the nice thing to say right now. I'm all for fun and games. Just don't be an asshole. And that was the problem I had this year was that everybody was being a fucking asshole. Nobody was being nice. Everybody was being douchey. People were driving car- way too many cars on the streets for a walking holiday. It was just, it just sucked. Yeah. So now my girls are half panicky. They just want to go home. So right. we're trying to walk home quickly before this whole group ends up at our front door. Right. And I mean, we barely made it. <laughs> and it was like, oh. slam the door, lock it, turn off the light. 
so that they wouldn't come knocking at the door. Yeah. I, I know they had to have seen us go in. I know uh, they did. Now, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Has your opinion changed on whether or not I should, I should be allowed to have a giant fucking firearm? Boy, I don't know. That was really... Would you not have felt better I'm, if you I'm just kind of glad that we got home before they saw my bowl of candy with the wrappers. <laughs> I'm just saying, when people are being dumb like that and they're being overly aggressive, would you not feel better knowing that your husband had a giant sidearm? And if anybody got too fucking squirrely, he could plant their ass in the front yard. Yeah, I, yeah, I you'd feel it was better. Totally unnecessary. Christmas, they had to ruin it. Christmas, four fifty four Casul. Please make it happen. But you know, giant gun. At least the girls were spooked, right? Yeah, but not for the right reason. So then we took him home and we decided, you know, we'll just show you a scary movie. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I mean, let me go back into my childhood and find movies that scared the living shit out of me. Right. So yes. I, I said, you know, what would be good. Phantasm. And you agreed. Yes. This movie with flying steel balls and people head gore. Right. Fucking crazy ass midgets from another dimension. That is scary. Yeah, it's freaky I and weird. Didn't remember. All the tits. Yeah. We we watched about five minutes of the movie during which all the girls had their faces covered because it was just tits. I didn't remember that. <laughs> I honestly didn't. So we had to turn it off and they were like, what did you guys watch? Yeah. When you- <laughs> <laughs> well, and like I said, I saw these movies when I was a young man. And I... And you didn't remember the boobs? I did not remember because that it Because they was weren't just- fake boobs. They were real. I've always liked real boobs better than fake well, boobs. I'm just saying. I, but I didn't... Not re- like- huge all i remember from this movie was flying spheres digging into people's I brains know. on the dwarves i did not remember all the fucking and sucking and tits flying around i'm about to revisit some more movies from the 70s and see if they're all I like that. i think you'll be surprised so we switched over to the crazies after that right mm-hmm. a movie which you had deemed too intense for you even before you'd seen it i did and i don't know why i don't either you you don't just know. you just written it off and refused to go I see did. it but how, what did you think of the I crazies? Liked it. It was a good movie. I liked it a lot. Girls liked it. It too. was a good movie, yeah. Wasn't I overly wasn't overly graphic in any way. No. There's one scene that was pretty pretty grisly with the pitchfork. Well, yeah. But it only lasts a couple minutes and it, it's resolved rather tidily, I would say. I, I liked it a lot. I would recommend it. That's because you're all wet for Timothy Oliphant. Oh, cut it out. And that's why you're not gonna be allowed to watch. The girls like him. Nobody's nobody's allowed to watch anything anymore because you guys get all fucking brother. I, I know how it goes. It took me years to get you off your Harrison Ford kick. I had to show you a picture of him all toothless sucking on fucking list of Flockhart before you're like, all right, he's not hot anymore. He hasn't been hot for quite some time. I don't do that to you. Cut it out. A 15-month-old baby girl survived a fall from a seventh-floor apartment in Paris almost unscathed after bouncing off a cafe awning and into the arms of a passerby, police said on Tuesday. The infant had been playing unsupervised with her four-year-old sister on Monday when she somehow fell out of the window, a spokesman for local city police said. A young man saw the baby starting to fall and alerted his father, who raced to get into position, arms outstretched, to catch her after she hit the awning, the Daily Parison reported. People are saying this is it looked exactly like a cartoon. The kid fell out of a fucking window. I can't even imagine they had enough time to get their head together. They saw the kid fall. The kid hit the awning, bounced up into the fucking air, and they had time to get underneath it and catch it. That's absolutely crazy. (laughs) And talk about being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, you're not going to see this shit again. Other people are going to fall, hit an awning, and die. They're going to plunge right through it and just be dead. Who lets 
two kids play in a seventh floor window unsupervised. French people. People who want their kid to fall out the window. French people. People who are trying to get rid of their kids. My brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not seventh floor. Third floor. Third maybe. floor. Kids playing in the fucking attic with no supervision. Yes. Playing by the window. You see him from the yard. Is that your kid in the window? Yeah. I should do something. Better do it quick. Yikes. I can't even imagine how heart-stopping that would be. And then, what a way to feel like a superhero, right? Oh, yeah. I snatched that kid from the jaws of death. Yes. Literally. I think you should have to give me this baby. You couldn't take care of your baby. I had to, so I think you should just give it to me. Now it's my baby. Wow. I think even, I mean, how much do you think that kid weighed? 15 months, right? Mm-hmm. 25 pounds? Yeah. I mean, you don't and think, that, you don't that, think that's that much of a fall. And then bouncing. I wonder how difficult it was to really catch her. Probably not too bad. Like I said, she hit she the... She bounced up. In the, yeah, she bounced up. So she wasn't falling, you know, full speed. She mm-hmm. bounced up a little bit and you get underneath her. Snatch. Jeez, a baby. I'm telling you, I've been watching a lot of remarkable falling videos. Oh, my God. I was watching today. <laughs> I, I was on Animal Planet. And there was a little dog. It wasn't a little dog. It was, I a, guess. Husky. It was a big dog. It was a good sized dog. And he went on excursions with his owner as the owner went right snowboarding, snowmobiling, whatever he wanted and to do. He, the owner liked to go snowboarding in the backcountry, not mm-hmm. on the fucking trails, right. out on the fucking places where there's nobody around. There's nobody to help you if something goes wrong, right? Right. And they'd gone hundreds of times. Right. Now, the owner was with several of his friends, and they'd all gone down the side of the mountain as they were snowboarding. And they're all rejoicing as they got to the bottom unscathed and then realized that Puppy had gotten out of the car and decided he was going to follow them. Hey, he was tired of waiting in the truck. He's like, I'm going to come down too, all right? Thanks, cool. It was a mountain. And so the dog proceeds to go about 10 feet before he's suddenly airborne because, you know. Because it's a mountain. He's walking on snow and it's a it's mountain. not, not really paying really attention. Gauge. Yeah. It's a dumb dog. And that proceeds to tumble all the way down. Now, I have to say it was pretty impressive because the dog was airborne, cartwheeling, screaming. I don't like when dogs make that high-pitched screaming mm-hmm. sound. It's not pleasant. But uh, he was fine. Yeah, he got up and wagging his tail and went off running to meet them. He was happy because he made it. Yeah, now you never. Terrifying. Get, now you're never gonna be able to keep that dog in the truck. The dog's like, I made it once, I can do it again. Exactly. I don't give a shit, I'll do it again. I can jump Aww. off fucking anything. I'm super dog. Dogs are so loyal. It's stupid, you mean? Should I tell everybody the kind of dog I'm getting? Since you won't let me have a fennec fox. You can keep saying you're gonna Rottweiler. get it, but I'm getting a Rottweiler. I don't think so. I'm getting a Rottweiler because I heard they're very nice uh-huh. and also because I can use it to keep the rest of the end line. Like if I raise a Rottweiler from a puppy and I feed it raw meat from my own hand, right, mm-hmm. then it will love me unconditionally. And when you yell at me or you make a scowly face at me, the dog will pin you to the floor and chew off your nose. Nice. And when the kids act up, the dog will chase them down, pin them to the ground and bite them on the back of the head a couple of times. Just not, not hard. Just enough so they know. Stop fucking up. Well, can they also, is it going to be a cancer-sniffing dog? Because that, that I could... See. Every day the dog will lick your butthole to see if you have cancer. No. <laughs> Not Every that day, kind of invasive, you'll Chuck. Be, you'll bend over I the need dog. the happy, you know, casual drive-by check. <laughs> Every day I'll bend you over the dog, come up, stick his nose in your butt, take a big sniff, and let you know if you're going to be all right. 
But honestly, cancer sniffing dogs seem to detect that shit pretty easily. You know? Yeah, anytime they go mouthing around in a specific area repeatedly Plus, and they can't leave it alone, you know something's up. A Rottweiler's big enough that if you did have cancer, it could dig it out for you. Yay. You know, I mean, it'd be like, just hang on, hold something. I'm going to bite this pizza you off. It's got, it's got the cancer. Let me just tear it off. Plus, that way, when the new boy comes home, you know, thing three, thing one's new boyfriend, mm-hmm. which is fucking minutes away. Yeah. Not looking forward to that at all. Mm-hmm. When he comes over, I can just be sitting there with my fucking Rottweiler. Yeah, just petting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have, have the special pet on its head where it starts growling and doing the omen thing. Nice. Don't you think that would help keep you people in line? You may not be afraid of me, but what about my 200-pound engine of death? How about a Neapolitan Mastiff? No, thanks. Do you like the looks of that dog? I want one of those little, what is it, a Pomeranian? No. That the chick no. from the Housewives of um, nope. Beverly Hills had. Absolutely not. Because she put costumes on no. him and he just sat there like a statue. No. We had one little dog yes. already and it didn't work out. I'm getting a big dog. It's like a stuffed animal. A big, cute. giant, eat-in-your-face dog. A mean dog. I'm going to feed him raw meat and tobacco. He's gonna chase it down with hot sauce. Nice. No, right. I just think it, I like I said before, things are about to go to shit, and I think a handgun and a giant dog would be helpful once the apocalypse comes. We'll jump that hurdle when it comes. It's already here. Next story. A 73-year-old Oregon man traveled three miles in his wheelchair before hunters found him and helped rescue his sister after their car got stuck for two nights in the snow. Lynn County Sheriff's deputies say Howard Partridge of Sweet Home and his 61-year-old sister, Janice Partridge, had gone for a drive Wednesday on a U.S. Forest Service road to view autumn foliage when they got stuck. They stayed in their vehicle for shelter before Howard Partridge left to get help on Friday. Deputies say the pair melted snow for water and ate snacks they had purchased before their trip. I like how the old man, in a wheelchair, Mm -hmm. looks at his sister and goes, Fine. I'll go find help. She was probably nag, <laughs> nag, nag, nagging. Look what you got me into. I can just see, I can just see his face. She's like, "Would you go find somebody?" And he's like, "Bitch, you have legs." I know. <laughs> Why make a seventy-three-year-old wheelchair-bound dude do it? She must when have had you have something. A sixty-one-year-old able-bodied. She must. Have, you don't know. Something. She must have had something really wrong with her. Yeah. Like she could have been one of those moon-faced, goiter-necked freaks, like we used to. Li- used to live downstairs from us. Yeah. You can't you can't send them out to do anything. They'll get lost. I don't know. I got to say, this is probably one time where I think the electric scooter was probably a good idea. No, the snow. He probably, it probably would not have worked very well in the snow. I think he probably fucking orked it with his big old burly old man arms. Jeez, like, and you think he like was muttering the hallway? God damn. Nagging sisters, get away from you, I'll show you. You can freeze in that truck for all I care. What's funny is he found hunters, right? And they came back to the truck, or the car. They helped him get it unstuck, and then they just drove home. They were just stuck. Once they got unstuck, they could just drive home. I'm willing to bet she didn't even drive home. I'm willing to bet he had to do that. Probably. You know why? Because guys have to do fucking everything. He gets there, and she's got chocolate all over her face from her secret chocolate stash that she'd been waiting for it's, him to leave and so not, she could partake. She's not my mom. Not all, not all old ladies stash chocolate. Why yet. does everybody decide to go out sightseeing or cutting down trees or doing stuff when it's snowy? 
Well, that's you when need it's, to that's watch the forecast, folks. That's when it's best. Sometimes the forecast lies, Kim. Well, that's true. Like one time when I took a trip, remember when I took a trip over the mountains? And it was yeah. supposed to be clear and sunshiny and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was on my way back, and what happened? It was a blizzard. Blizzard! Yeah. <laughs> Bad enough of a blizzard that we got stopped by a snowplow who said, uh, I'm not going to go over the top of the mountain, and I don't think you should either. It's exactly what he told us. You should stop now. Park here and wait till the morning. And I said, I can't wait till the morning. My wife will think I'm up to something nefarious, and she'll never shut up about it. I'd rather take a chance on dying. And I did, and I got home. Or like today, for instance, when it was just supposed to rain east of the Dallas Fort Worth. Whatever, and it's a fucking monsoon. And it's raining, and there was some snow in there. Yeah, I know. I saw snow. I know. And the the weatherman's like, I don't know what happened. You're a dumbass. That's what happened. Mm -hmm. You can't be trusted. Two hours ago, you're telling me there's not going to be any fucking rain today. And now, I have 16 inches. Way to go. I don't like any of the weathermen here. They all suck. And that's how these old people probably got caught. Next story. In Sao Paulo, Brazil, I hope I said that right. A court has ordered a McDonald's owner to pay $17,500 to a former manager as compensation for making him fat. The Associated Press reports that the manager worked for the store for 12 years and gained 65 pounds which he attributed to being forced to sample food for quality control and for the free meals provided to employees. Do you think that I could see my employer for giving me fucking ulcers and making me fat from stress? I think you could try. I don't think it's going to stick. Why not? I think they'll probably find other things to blame for it. I mean, I could see this guy's point as far as sampling food for quality control i don't uh, really know don't what know. their rules are about I, that I don't, I don't i've never seen a mcdonald's manager taking bites out of hamburgers to make sure they're okay yeah i haven't either but <laughs> i i've never worked for mcdonald's so i'm not really sure what their their policy is about that as far as the free meals for employees way to screw it up for everybody else dude <laughs> yeah McDonald's, thanks a lot mcdonald's just went uh no we're not feeding anymore you can only have solids here Jeez. You know, I understand that McDonald's doesn't make the healthiest food out there. Everybody knows that. If you don't know it by now, you're probably not ever going to get the point, right? I, They're at right. least making some somewhat healthy choices. They aren't putting a gun to your head yeah. and making you eat a triple burger but you know with bacon. You know their healthy choices really aren't, right? That was the big deal about a lot of their healthy well, choices. I mean, you can They're eat the good. salads or whatever with no, you don't have to eat all the stuff that comes on it. Well, that's the thing. Have if to you put if, the dressing all over it. Right. If you just eat the lettuce, you'll be okay. Right. I'm, I'm just saying, you you know, there are choices now. Tyler's saying you're if wrong. If he actually, actually had to taste the McRib, <sighs> that would be another story. Why, McDonald's? I think that's cruel and unusual punishment, and that's a whole other ballgame. Let, let me... <sighs> First off, Tyler's saying you're wrong. They actually did put a gun to his head when he worked at McDonald's and made him eat the food. Common practice there. But here's my thing. You and I have long uh, reveled in the glory that is pig meat. Mm-hmm. Right? There's, they're all parts of the pig are good. Even when, like we talked before about having a big pig roast. People are like, oh, I would never eat the pig's face. The pig's ears are like delicious, crispy, extra crispy bacon. Mm-hmm. The pig's cheeks are like extra crispy bacon 
with tasty meat inside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't. I never ate the nose, but it's because somebody else in my family always yeah, ate the nose. Yeah, I don't think I and could do And they all that. said the nose was fucking fantastic. They said it's just like the cheeks. So whatever. Ribs come off the pig and they're delightful. Fucking pork loin, delightful. Ham steaks, delightful. I bet even the tail tastes good. I imagine even pig asshole, if cooked properly, is delicious. They're the most perfect food creature ever made, right? Okay. Somehow McDonald's manages to take what is all that is good in the world and make it disgusting. The, the McRib is made out of pig. But, but it's it's the chicken nugget version of a rib. I, I get it. It's all ground up. It's like gristle and goo. and uh, right. right. But if you told me that you took a pig and you just shot it through a grinder and then formed it into a patty and made it, I would imagine in my head it's going to taste like bacon and spam and loins and ham and ribs. All goodness. And yet somehow McDonald's makes it just disgusting. Disgusting. The McRib, I remember when it was introduced. You remember that? In our I small do. in our small town. Doesn't matter one, how much sauce you put on it, it's still gross. Nah, one of the small towns we lived in was one of the first places to get the fucking McRib, and they made a huge fucking deal about it. Ronald McDonald himself came to my restaurant and said, Here, try a McRib. And I took part of a bite and I said, That is disgusting. I thought the last time they offered it, they said it was gonna be the last time. Yeah, they lied. They lied. People people want the McRib to come back. I don't know why. Gross. It's gross. Because it's nostalgic. Some things just need to go in the vault and stay there. I don't have any nostalgia. I remember taking a bite of it and then immediately going, no. Now, when I was a kid, I loved Chicken McNuggets. I haven't eaten a Chicken McNugget in 10 years because the last time I ate one, I said, that is the grossest fucking thing I've ever eaten. Next to the McRib. It's disgusting. Now, I did think it was funny that ever since you saw the picture of the ground up chicken meat. Yeah, that looks like soft serve strawberry ice cream. Yeah. We only eat chicken from... uh, Chicken that looks like chicken now. Uh-huh. It has to be identifiable. I have to be able to see meat fibers. Like, it looks like I cooked it myself. Which means pretty much the only place you eat chicken is Chick-fil-A. Yeah. There are a couple places, other places that have chicken breasts. I mean, you can actually see it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I'm not doing the pressed and formed meats anymore. Nope. I'm just not. I can't do it. I know too much. That's a, that's a case of I know too much. And if people are tell, have told me before, that's a perfectly safe way to eat food. I get it, but you can't process food that much, and it still be food. You know, I mean, you you have to bleach it to make it white now. Now you have to fucking put chicken flavor in it. Can we stop? <laughs> okay, the other thing that I found interesting about this story is it, it's a relatively small award, $17,000. It's, it's not br- much. It's Brazil. I know here it would be $17.5 million right, that right. the guy would get for 65 pounds. Right. He should have transferred to a McDonald's here <laughs> in the United States and then sued. Well, good luck suing McDonald's in the United States. That often works out. It's like everything else here. You sue a big company and you're just not going to win. You're not going to. Our system is not set up to let you win. I don't know. I don't either. Yuck. But we'll see. I, th- I think in the next few years... Food is going to change radically. Like, I think the, the whole concept of fast food kind of relies on it, it being cheaper and easier to process all your food in one place and then just ship it around the country, frozen in pre-made patties. But I don't think that's going to be the case for much longer. You know what I'm saying? I think we're going to run out of easy. I, I think people are getting a little bit smarter. 
They're getting more selective. They have fewer dollars to spend on that kind of thing. Right. And they really don't want to purchase something that's going to land them in the hospital 20 years from now. Well, it's it's not even necessarily just that. But if you look around and you find the good local places to eat, and we've talked about this before, you look around and find the good local places to eat, the food will be cheaper and it will be a million times better. I mean, we found that lo- that Italian place not too far from here. Mm-hmm. And you forget, like when you eat a Domino's pizza or something, you're like, oh, that was pretty good. And then you have some of this handmade pizza. Oh, made yeah, with fresh, fresh ingredients pepperoni and shit, everything fresh mozzarella yeah and it's just it doesn't cost any more and it's a thousand times better so look around knock off the fast food unless you're in a big hurry i understand sometimes you get in a big hurry I well and thing three and i both ate for 5.99 that was pretty inexpensive yeah then i had to beat you bitches off my fucking yeah pizza. i know <laughs> i intentionally buy my pizza bigger so i can have some the next day and all i hear about on the way home is how much you're gonna enjoy my pizza the next day <laughs> I know, we didn't even wait oh, till we got I home, did we? I can't wait. I can't wait till tomorrow. I'm going to eat your fucking pizza. Like, God damn it. If I would have known that's how it was going to go that down. That is a perk of being married. Yeah, I'm just saying. If I Next time I go, I'm getting the biggest pizza they have. Because I know that I'm going to end up having to share it. Even when people go, nah, I don't want any. Oh, I lied. Yeah. <sighs> I got to sell my ebook pretty soon. Bitches be crazy and how to deal with it. Hey, right, any other stories over there? I do not. You sure? Mm-hmm. All right, if they're on calls, we're going to call. They can call or Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. But let me say this. Many years ago, I read a young novelist named Dennis Lehane. Now, he wrote this fantastic series of detective stories with two characters in it that I really liked. And then one day he decided that he was a fucking artiste and he started writing historical novels about fucking Boston and bullshit that I had no interest in reading. And I said, Dennis Lehane, I'm not reading your ridiculous 1950s psychodrama bullshit called Shutter Island. It's bullshit. I'm not reading it. I paid your fucking rent. All of your fans paid your rent with your original books. That's what we want you to write again. And I'm not buying another one of your fucking books until you go back to writing what I want to read. So apparently he decided that critical success was not enough to actually feed him anymore. And he went back and wrote the kind of book that I want to read. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And then he released it as an ebook. Mm -hmm. It's called uh, Moonlight Lane, Moonlight Mile. And I said, oh, this looks like it's going to be great. And then I go to I go to Amazon and I click the little ebooks thing. I go Kindle books and I type in the name and it says $12.99. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot for an ebook. To which I said, well, Dennis Lehane, here's the deal. You just lost me. I'm out. Fuck you. I don't understand what the deal is, douchebags. I know, that Dennis Lehane, that you're saying it's not your fault. The price is set by your publisher. You're, you're kind of a big deal in publishing right now, right? Would you not agree he's kind of a big deal? Yeah. I mean, he's not Jonathan Franzen. He's not fucking, you know, J.K. Rowling. But he's a big enough deal to say, no, you don't get to charge people $13 for my ebook. That's dumb. $6 done. But no, he's going to be a douche. I'm just not going to buy it. I'm not going to. You suck my dick. Uh, I'm going to have to show these people how it's done. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? 
And I'm Thing too. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3 signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Thank you.